Now, welcome, welcome to the Rebels and Renegades podcast. This is episode nine, and we are so excited to be here with you. My name is Pastor Tony Sandoval, and to the left, I have the amazing Aníbal Astorga de la Cruz. That's perfect. And on my right, I got back again from the dead, Ignacio <laughs> Gonzalez, with new glasses, aka Nacho, aka DJ Ignasty. There you go. He's got those magical glasses on. There. <laughs> yeah, I love it. And then behind the board, as always, we have the amazing Sebastian, uh, who refuses to be heard uh, on a weekly basis. But we are just so excited. If you've noticed, we've taken a little bit of a hiatus as we kind of planned and, and kind of put some stuff together. And there was just some life things that kind of came up here. Uh, but we are back and running episode nine. Uh, and we have a little bit of announcement as we decided that what we're going to do is we're going to do um, 10 episodes at a time for a season. So season one, uh, we are wrapping up here pretty soon. You don't want to miss next week's episode. It's an amazing episode with Moses Abrego, a.k.a. Shangri-La Kids. Uh, he is on iTunes and Spotify. He is a master musician, uh, and he actually plays the song for our intro and outro. So you don't want to miss next week's episode as we sit down with him and talk all things creative. Uh, all things music, man, because it's going to be amazing. So uh, with that being said, we're just going to dive in right now and we're going to talk about a couple things. But I, I really want to talk about what you guys uh, like, what's something creative that you guys love, whether it's a show, a book, a movie, uh, whatever, dude, like what's something that you guys love? I really miss going to open mics. Like yeah. rap battles, uh, not necessarily. I mean, <laughs> like for open mics, you can do anything, right? Yeah. Um, and that's it's actually in open mics is where I really started to hone in my craft for preaching. And I like doing be, spoken words. Doing spoken word. I didn't know you and, did that. And often, oftentimes, I I would write mini sermons and go up there and practice it on people. But the way that I would deliver it, it, it was more like spoken word. And, and it was amazing because I would get a lot of feedback from people that weren't Christians on, on, how, on how it made them feel. And so I was basically sharing scripture without, having, without quoting the scripture, and, uh, and it, it still had an impact on people. Interesting. Yeah. So You're it, brave. Yeah. That's so scary it, to do, it's, uh, it, Open mics is something I, I think since the pandemic started it just kind of left my mind. But I feel like as we're slowly starting to do things more and more, I maybe we can do an open mic, you know, Rebels and Renegades open mic or something like that, where we yeah. can allow our listeners who are creative and who have talents to come practice, come explore, come and hone their craft. And, I mean, for me, uh, really honing my delivery and how I tell stories and how I tell jokes within a sermon or a message I was able to do through open mic. Yeah. I, I always think of, uh, um, what I always think about is, have you guys ever watched the Disney film, The Hunchback of Notre Dame? Yeah. Yeah, that's my life, bro. When they throw, like, uh, tomatoes and stuff at them, that's what I think is going to happen at any open mic that I host. <laughs> I feel like if I'm there, that's yeah. What's gonna happen. If I'm there, that'll happen for sure. No, no. I'm sure you'd be good, honestly. I'm sure, I'm sure you'd be pretty good. No, I mean, I, I'd be the one throwing tomatoes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I can see that, too. I can see that, too. I know, like, our resident Nachito here loves all things that has to do with anime. And I think you're a big Marvel fan, too, I want to yeah, say. I'm a, I'm a big fan 
Yeah. Stuff. Like, what is it about Marvel in particular? Because I, I wasn't like a big Marvel guy. And then COVID happened. And I'm like, oh, there's like 24 movies and we're going to be locked in here forever. We might as well start watching some movies. And I kind of like got into it a lot watching them and like kind of seeing how all the movies connect and stuff. Like, what about the creativity behind Marvel? Like, did you like like that interested you? Part of like nostalgia, right? I think that's that's one thing I, I admire of uh, what to call of like Marvel and my brother. You know, he was obsessed with like all the comic books, so I grew up like hearing about all of it and watching all the old like X Men and Spider Man cartoons. Um, I think there's multiple aspects that I like about just creative things. Like two of the main ones being one, making like making me just think. Getting lost in thought is one of my favorite things to do. I don't know why. But um, another one of the main reasons why I love specifically Marvel is because it makes you think. It makes you, like, catch the small details, and it's rewarding. You know what I mean? Like, you can really be on some, like, like conspiracy-type <laughs> theories just based on, like, Marvel movies. And I think just, like, discussing those, um, I think it just brings so much fun. Especially your, connecting with the community. What's your favorite Marvel movie and what's your favorite superhero? Go. Oh, that is so Don't hard. I go. can't. Like, I think one of my favorites right now is uh, Black definitely Widow. Black Widow. Black Widow? <laughs> no, nah, it's not Man, Black Widow. Man, that's a different. You like Black Widow it. for a different reason, bro. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, uh, I really like uh, Black Panther. Black Panther, um, yeah. Just because of the whole family aspect behind it. And I yeah. think um, how they like incorporate a, a lot of like his culture into it. And I hate to sound like a Zoomer, but <laughs> I just love connecting to culture. What's a Zoomer? Um, what does that mean? It's a, it's a Gen Z. Oh. It's a Gen Z. Did you know Z-er. what that was? I didn't know what a Zoomer was. <laughs> that's the first for me. We're old, man. We're millennials. That's what we're going to call this episode. Is Zoomer. Episode 9, Zoomers, because Zoomers. I've never heard that before in my life. <laughs> zoom, Zoom, baby. Uh-huh. But um, I think my favorite movie? Ah, oh, that's so hard. Uh because in, really, in reality, Marvel is a, just a gigantic movie. All the Marvel movies, yeah, right? Yeah, they all connect. But I would have to say my favorite one out of all of them probably has to be um, Endgame, obviously. I mean, that was the last connects. one, right? Yeah, that's I'm, the very I'm last lie, one. I'm not going to lie. I didn't really like that movie. Endgame. Why? There's too much going on. Too much happening? It was too much. I think it, it, they made it to... Did you get sad when Tony Stark died? No. No, I didn't. Um... <laughs> You just didn't care. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't really care. No, actually, the actually, coldness in your eyes as you looked at me and said, that <laughs> "Yeah, I, I, I really will didn't. haunt me for the rest of my life." I really didn't care. No, I think it was just too much for me. It yeah, was it was too, too, much, too much happening. Okay, in one screen, too many characters. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't really a fan of it. Um, but yeah, I'm not not to say that I hate Marvel because yeah, my my favorite. I think I think I would say my favorite. Marvel movie, well, Ant Man was was is in my top two. Top yeah, three, top you're an Ant Man guy. Yeah, I'm more okay. of an Ant Man. I love Ant Man. Are you like, a Paul Rudd guy? That's why. Yeah, but I, I just I just I just loved how it was. The character was a lot more relatable to us, right? He's like, a normal dude. Yeah, normal dude. Tiny guy who is given opportunities to do extraordinary things, and that's kind of why I liked uh, Ant Man. But yeah. Yeah, that was my rant, just to kind of justify. So all the nerds, all the nerds that are listening to me right now, the, yeah. the Marvel nerds, yeah. they don't think I hate Marvel. <laughs> I just wasn't a fan of the Endgame. Okay, so to sum it up, 
you know, Endgame sucked. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was it was meh to me. I think oh, it was pretty yeah. cool. I think they just one thousand percent catered to people who already knew Marvel. Yeah, I, I think they had to probably like tie in like everything yeah. and make everything satisfying at the end that yeah. you spent 10 years of your life getting all to the, this point you know like <laughs> no, yeah. that's what it was right it was like yeah. 10 years it was of for all like, the it's for all the 40 year olds that live in their mom's house so <laughs> they're like oh finally we just lost like a quarter of our of our <laughs> subscribers right now uh, what's what's one thing that like was a big movement and i'll go first because i know we were kind of talking about this before that like the church did not like 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 a I remember when I was a kid, like, Pokemon was, like, a really big thing. Uh, and we, like, the show was out, and, like, Pokemon cards were out. And then, like, I was, like, a really big, like, Pokemon card hustler in middle school. So, like, I would buy the little packs, and then, bro, I would, like, flip a card to get another card. Yeah. Like, I was basically, like, a Pokemon narco. Yeah. And, like, did a bunch of stuff. But, like, I, I was the same way in Mexico because at, at the time, uh, I mean, I grew up, I was born and raised here in the U.S., but I went to Mexico in elementary for a couple of years. And so for us here, I was collecting Pokemon cards. But when we were in Mexico, every time you would buy sabritas, like the chips, yeah, you would get these different little pogs or like it was made out of like Dude, plastic, I remember pogs. plastic or yeah, cardboard yeah. pogs. Yeah. They were, but they were Pokemon. So the goal was on one side, you had uh, you have like a Pokeball. Yeah. On the other side, you actually have a Pokemon. So what you got to do is you had to smash them against each other, and the trick was to hit 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 the edge of the little pog thing that you were shooting at and, and get it to flip over. Yeah. Yeah. And if you flipped it over, then that became yours. Yeah. So you yeah. were kind of doing battle with another Pokemon trainer or whatever you call it. And so that that was that was my thing. But I know that Dude. my family was like El Diablo. What? Get rid of all your demonios. So, yeah, so that yeah. they actually yeah. at my church, I won't name who it is, gave a whole sermon series about how. Was it Pastor Juan? I'm not going to say who it was. Uh, I will say it was a Spanish church. I will say it was a Baptist church. It that doesn't matter. Probably not, but for some context for the story. But they gave like a whole thing about how uh, Disneyland was the devil, how Pokemon characters were actually like demons represented in like cards and the show and whatever right and like how your kids should get away with it or not stay for it they were also like really big on like not celebrating christmas so they you could celebrate the coming of jesus the birth of jesus but you couldn't have like a christmas tree in your house because they said that that was basically like essentially worshiping a tree like druids used to do back in the day and it was like this pagan practice and all this other stuff. So for like a time when I was a kid, like we weren't allowed to like buy Christmas presents or have like Santa Claus or anything. Like it was like a really big deal. And then it kind of like softened up later on when, when it got like a little wild. But like, I feel like, <laughs> like the church can take on this like super like conspiracy theory vibe sometimes of creativity where they, like, they take something and like run with it. Like, cause if you look hard enough, like, anything can be, like, end times related, if you're, like, right. Yep. And you can look at Marvel movies and be, like, you know, like... This rug looking mad pale. <laughs> <laughs> the pale horse. <laughs> yeah, dude, exactly, right? Like They're like, all demons. So, like, how... I guess, I guess the question is, like, how do you not... And I'm, I'm a big, like... Uh, I do this a lot, but I over-spiritualize things. Yeah. Uh, like, how do you not over-spiritualize... Um, you know, not some something that somebody created, right? Like, 
you don't want to over spiritualize everything, but how do you get enough of spirituality into what you're doing? Like, there seems to be like a balance, or there seems to be like a difficulty doing so, right? Because if you swing too much to the to the not spiritual, then you have no aspect of God in it, right? And then if you swing too far to the other side, it's like Pokemon or demons now. Like, how do you find like that sweet spot in the middle? I think, you, I think you just have to remember that uh, Paul said all things are permissible, but not all things are beneficial. And, and understanding like how Paul reminded us that we are no longer under the law, that we are under grace. So I think if you keep that in mind, I think what happens with a lot of Christians, and, and I'm going to be careful because uh, as a Latino Christian and who I, as a Latino Christian leader, I have a lot of a lot to say about how the Latino church tends to be under a lot of fear mm-hmm. of yeah. not wanting yeah, not, not wanting to be contaminated by the world, not wanting to yeah. be influenced. And so and I think a lot of that comes from coming to a country where it's not your native language. Yeah. And so there's so much that you want to protect your children from. Mm-hmm. There's there's so much that maybe the parents they don't really know what Pokemon is saying, what's being said because it's in English. <laughs> There's a you little know, rat I, with lightning, and so like. it's easier. It's easier just to say like it's it's the devil. It's it's all bad. So it's easier just to kind of shelter or create a bubble. Yeah. Where you can at least you know what your children are consuming, what your family is consuming. And so I think there's there's a lot of things that it is rooted in in fear and in the unknown. Yeah. But I think as for us as Christians, we just have to remember that we have to ask the Holy Spirit to convict us of the things that we need to be convicted of. Yeah. But also to allow, to help us to enjoy the things that it's okay for us to enjoy. Yeah. And even if, even if they're not like beneficial, like let's say hot Cheetos. Hot oh, che- you're going to start a huge debate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I love hot Cheetos. All right. Cheetos. Tell me what you think about I, hot I lo- Cheetos. I love hot Cheetos. Hot Cheetos. I, I Anibal's put, fingers are red as we speak. I, yeah. <laughs> I'm actually, my mouth is, is watering right now. So what I do with hot <laughs> Cheetos is I squeeze lime. In, into the hot Cheetos, and I put some tapatio into the oh, hot wow. Cheetos. Oh, yeah. wow. Oh, do you do, like, the little, uh, what are those called? They're or, not... Or Valentina, Santa Valentina. What are those things called that they do it in, they do it in Mexico, uh, where they get, they open up the chip bag, put the chile and limon and stuff, mix it around, and yeah. it's called, it's not, a, it's not a bionico, that's the other thing. What's, uh, what is that called? I don't know, but in L.A., they used, they used to put chamoy, They do it too. in L.A., too, yeah, they put the chamoy, chamoy on there. Yeah. What is chamoy, by the way? Uh, do you guys uh, know what chamoy is? It's some concoction like... of chemicals that <laughs> that goes well with lime. I heard that you could use it. Yeah, to, it's like paint thinner it's, that you can it, use it to like take paint off the walls. It's stuff. paint thinner and it, and it complements lime for some reason really well. Well, but you put some chamoy <laughs> on some like pineapple though. Yeah, it's game over. But what was it? Yeah. So basically. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, like, anyways. Like, yeah. So so. Pokemon's evil. Pokemon's evil. Yeah, um, hot Cheetos. Hot Cheetos is is the devil's food because it's red. No, so so this this was my point, right? How hot Cheetos are delicious, mm-hmm. but they're not beneficial to your body. They're permissible, but they're not necessarily beneficial. Yeah, does that make sense? It makes sense. There's also like that whole thing that Paul says, like I become all things to all people, right? Yeah. Like I I think there's there's a problem when uh, when you can be, you don't want to be in the world. You want to be like, you want to be in the world, but not of the world, right? And there's like a fine line. Like you can be so far out the world 
that you can't minister to people because you look crazy. Yeah. And you have nothing to talk about. You have nothing to relate to. You have nothing. Hey, did you see the new Marvel movie? No, that's uh, that's depicting like the coming of uh, the Antichrist. Like, <laughs> and like yeah. people look at you crazy, right? Like, yeah. so there's like a fine line between being all things to all people and being enveloped by the world, right? And I think there's like a balance between the two. Yeah. Um, like especially in creativity, right? Like you want whatever you create to be a reflection of God, reflection of your relationship with Jesus, but you don't also don't want to alienate people who may not have that relationship yet, right, with Jesus mm-hmm. because it, it you want them to be interested in Jesus enough to come in, right? And and so there's like there's a process by which you have to like not eliminate jesus from the process yeah but not overpower the process with religion does that make sense yeah you want to keep jesus in but you want to keep religion out of it right that's what i'm trying to say yeah if that makes sense i don't know what that has to do with hot cheetos <laughs> but i feel like <laughs> you just I, needed to get that off your chest I, I feel like hot cheetos to me could be like a grain offering to the lord if you do it the right way do you think do you guys ever think about like what's gonna be in 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 heaven or not like sometimes I think about like um like there is a place in San Jose called Sweet Retreat. That's like an ice cream spot. Mm. Right? And I think about like in heaven there's gonna be a sweet retreat. Like that would just make me feel better if there's I, I just know that. that Jesus is gonna provide endless amounts of Mexican food. Yeah. And we're in heaven. So yeah. And anyone listening to this you can at me. What's one what's one thing that you really want there to be in heaven? Oh, I don't. I don't think. I don't think people know this. Oh. Um, this this is something that is. We more, can cut this out. More specific. <laughs> more specific to my region. Okay. Um, what is where it? Where my family's from It's called Aporrealo. What is it? What is it? Aporrealo. What is it? What is it though? Uh, and so what it is, it's it's um, you you age the meat by drying it out. Um, and sometimes. Oh, it's kind of like machaca then. It's kind of like machaca. Yeah. Uh, sometimes if you if you're lazy, and you want to take a. Sh- the shortcut, then you, you, you kind of fry the meat, right, in the pan. Mm-hmm. But the best way is to let the carne esté seca, like to dry out. Mm-hmm. And then um, you you make it in chile with, like, huevo. And so it's like this elaborate process to it. Um, with machaca, I don't believe it has salsa in it, or at least I've never had it with salsa. Yeah. But this is, aporreal is made in chile. Yeah. With egg and a whole bunch of other ingredients. Yeah. So that's the one thing that I will never get tired of. Is that what you want there to be in heaven? I want that to be in heaven. Yo, high key, if that is that in heaven, I don't want to go to heaven. I'm you don't want to go. What is what is one what is one thing you you like you really pray that will be in heaven like for you to eat? Don't laugh at me. I'm not gonna laugh at you. I don't want to eat anything in heaven. You don't want to eat anything. Honestly, like being straight up. Yeah. I've asked this to God since I was a kid, and I'm sticking to it. That's why has tears in his eyes. Bro. <laughs> I, as a kid, I really got like God if I go to heaven. <laughs> I want a white lion with wings, <laughs> like a horse. Okay, well, that's like, what I want. I mean, that's not a bad thing to ask, but what does that have to do with food? Though <laughs> I have no clue, but that's the first thing that came to mind, dude. Yeah, I don't want food. I just want my lion with wings. <laughs> that's that's super funny. Wait, isn't that like in some religions? It's like a demonic thing, right? What is? Any winged, no any winged beast? <laughs> I'm sure that like, any winged beast is going to be Illuminati or? some sort of yeah. demonic. I don't know. 
It sounds like the beast from Revelations. Yeah, it does, it does sound like <laughs> it, yeah. Oh, my God. Every, every listener just stopped listening. Oh yeah, we we lost, gosh. like, whatever yeah. listeners we had, it just lost them right now. Well, I've heard some, like, uh, some crazy stuff before. Like, mm. like, people saying that this person is the Antichrist, that this person is that person, like, that this animal depicted here is, like, the seven-headed dragon in Revelations, right? And... And it's like it's 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 always like back to like over spiritualizing stuff. You have to be really careful because a lot of that stuff is allegorical that mm-hmm. the Bible's saying. You have to remember that the the like John who was seeing these things was describing it in his own language because he didn't know how to describe it otherwise, right? So when he says dragon, was it an actual physical dragon? Who I don't know. Who knows? But it's like important to not like transpose what you think mm-hmm. into the Bible. Like yeah, yeah you know. Well, it's like, I thought it was weird when John was talking about an Apple Watch. It <laughs> always made me trip out, you know. But, so you, you have, they'll have to tune what, into episode what Bible, 10. What Bible do you have? They can, <laughs> yeah, they have to wait into episode 10, and then, and oh, then yeah. I'll, I'll tell you about how, like, John did not like Apple Watches and smartphones. Yeah. Yeah. If I had to summarize today's episode, and you could tell we haven't sat down for a while, <laughs> uh, we just had a lot of things in our chest to talk about, <laughs> but uh, I would say as far as creativity, to kind of try to put a bow at the end of this really random conversation is that uh, don't over spiritualize your creativity. Yeah. Don't over spiritualize it. Allow God to flow into it naturally. Yeah. Right. Allow your skill set and your ability and your passion to flow naturally mm-hmm. with what God has for you. When you try to force things in place and try to force God into places that one, he doesn't want to be, and two, he shouldn't be, like, you're going to have some issues. You're going to have some problems. And that's where you can have these crazy lines where all of a sudden Pokemon are demons and you can't watch Harry Potter. Yeah, just just asking the Holy Spirit for discernment. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, yeah ask the Holy Spirit for discernment, for, yeah. wi- for wisdom. And I think that's a good start. Yeah. I think you'll be safe with that. And then as you mature spiritually and as you mature emotionally as a Christian, uh, you'll start to know what you need to cut out of your life yeah i think it comes natural like you know just don't i think people make it too hard like just get angry i'm a harry potter guy by the way that's what i was going to say in the beginning so uh surprise spoiler alert i'm a i'm a harry potter this just in our pastor like (laughs) which books (laughs) is it witchcraft all right dude i'm not gonna argue with you like it is like but it's like the story's cool right and then like you gotta watch all of them to see what's up what happens at the end right like yeah, for episode 10, we're all going to have lightning bolts. Yeah. <laughs> Nacho did get new glasses, by the way, and he does have the Harry Potter round glasses. Spiffy. So. Very spiffy. Very Dude, spiffy. Before this episode starts, we got to put, are you serious? Are you serious? Are you serious? <laughs> Shout yeah. out to everybody who knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about, but you're a gen- What's a Z? What's a Z year? Zoomer. 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 Zoomer is Generation Z. So what are we? Are we X or Y? Generation X or Y? Millennials. We're millennials. We're M. Nah, nah, that's Generation X, right? I'm trying or so y. hard not to. <laughs> yeah, well, are you trying so to criticize us? Yes. Because of our age? Yes. Bro. All right, this is, we're wrapping up. <laughs> tune, tune in next week. For, Dude, uh, all right. For the book of Revelation. Uh, no, no, I have to give Nacho a pastoral rebuke after this. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Which I love doing, by the way. One of my favorite things to do as a pastor is rebuke. So I'm going to do that yeah. after this. So, so next uh, episode, we'll have. Yeah, we'll have our <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So tune in. You don't want to miss next week's episode. You have the amazing Moses Abrego of Shangri-La Kids. 
who's going to talk all things creative, all things music. It's going to be an awesome one. We are so happy, and we love you guys for listening. Love you guys for tuning in, and we will see you next week at the Rebels and Renegades podcast. Thank you for listening to the Rebels and Renegades podcast. The intro song is Ark by Shangri-La Kids. Make sure to listen to them on Spotify and iTunes. They're amazing. Logo was created by Gus. Follow him on Instagram for your artistic needs at Assembled Studios. That's at Assembled Studios. And Assembled is spelled with a Z instead of an S. Also, make sure to follow us on Instagram at Rebels and Renegades Pod. If you love us, make sure to leave us a five-star review on iTunes at the Rebels and Renegades podcast. We'll see you next week.